Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. On our Oakland Heart Jewelers talk and text line from Locked On Ole Miss podcast, Steve Willis. Steve, thanks so much for joining us this afternoon. How you doing, partner? I'm doing outstanding. This is my favorite game of the year, and I, I, it just needs to hurry up and get here. I hear you. That's right. Steve, something got to give here. Uh, LSU, man, they can't get off the field on third down, and Ole Miss hasn't been able to convert on third downs. So there's something's got to give here because both these teams are really struggling there. You know, LSU can score points. Jaden Daniels, Malik Neighbors have just been lethal. Then they got Brian Thomas involved last week, and their running game has started to pick up. But defensively, those holes in the secondary, man, I know Lane Kiffin saw it. If we can, I know he can. So the third down, either get off the field or convert it. That, that's in real play here because both teams don't do it real well. Yeah, you have a situation where I think Ole Miss has been a little bit cute early in the season. And that mm-hmm. has allowed them to get into some third and longs. And third and longs are going to be long, hard to convert against oh, yeah. anybody. Um, so what I think that Ole Miss is probably going to do is try and stay on schedule as much as they can. Get Quanshawn Judkins, who is going to be the most healthy he's been all season. The weapons that Ole Miss has are going to be the most healthy they've been all season. And I think there's a chance that you can – basically work those into some third and fours and third and fives and make it to where you can do some run pass stuff with Jackson Dart and get on the field and earn the right to throw at that secondary because that's that's probably the key in this game is Ole Miss earning the right to go after that secondary. Steve, on the backside of that, how does Ole Miss plan on trying to stop that potent Jaden Daniels uh, passing game with Malik Neighbors and the rest of the gang that are so really so just been playing phenomenal on the outside. It's going to be tough for Ole Miss, in my opinion, to to really stop that. And then what also has been happening, Steve, is the fact that um, we're starting to pick up a little a little steam in the running game. So what is what is Ole Miss plan to try to combat that and then try to stop the pass and the run? Yeah, I mean it's not 2019 level, but LSU's offense is pretty elite, and and it's <laughs> yeah. about. Just about everybody they play. Now, what I think that Ole Miss can do 
this year that they couldn't do last year is they have a young true freshman named Suntarian Perkins. He shares the last name of Harold Perkins. They play remarkably similar. I think Ole Miss is going to line up him on the side that Malik Neighbors is on and force Jaden Daniels to scramble the other direction. So it's going to be the secondary wide receivers that are going to be forced to beat Ole Miss or Jaden Daniels running the ball. Ole Miss's defensive line is actually pretty good. They're only giving up like 110 yards, 120 yards rushing a game. Um, LSU could probably run the ball, but um, until they just got worn out at the end of the game, in time of possession in the second quarter, there was almost a little bit of coaching malpractice that happened in the second quarter because it was three incomplete passes and get off the field three straight drives. And then you look up at the time of possession at the end of the game, and Bama's had the ball for 36 minutes. Uh, if Ole Miss can avoid that type of situation, I think their defense will be able to hold up pretty well in the second half. If not, if the same thing happens in the fourth quarter, LSU is going to be able to run the ball at Ole Miss. Yeah, I think that's the thing, uh, Steve, is the ability to control the tempo of this game and, and the play calling offensively because we know LSU is a quick strike offense. But now they've shown the ability to run the football uh, with Diggs and also the freshman and Caleb Jackson, who's getting more and more playing time. Man, people trying to convince me he was a red shirt. What red shirt? He ain't no. seeing nothing red no. unless it's on an opponent's jersey. Uh, <laughs> Caleb Jackson ha- has really grown up uh, along with Diggs in that running game. And I-, I just think, though, that LSU's secondary woes, my question is really, how is Ole Miss looking at wide receiver? Because I know Trey... And even though it hadn't been announced, looked as though he had some sort of procedure done on his knee. I knew Trey when he was back in high school, and he was a quarterback in high school. He goes to Louisiana Tech, and then he blossoms there, and Ole Miss was able to get him. Lose Trigg, uh, he left the program. So what's the situation at wideout, uh, certainly with Trey, who made uh, such a huge impact early in this season, and who's going to fill the void of Trigg at tight end? Um, well, the weird thing, Michael Trigg, answering that, he, he was running third team at Ole Miss this season. Right. A young redshirt freshman was running second team, and the starter has actually been injured. Caden Prescorn, who played a good bit against Alabama, he's the guy that's going to get most of the work in the LSU game. Trey Harris is going to play this game. He actually played like four or five snaps against Alabama, um, but he's telling everybody in Oxford that he's going to play. And that he, I don't think wild dogs to keep Trey Harris off the field this game. I, 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 for whatever reason, I just get the feeling that he wants some of LSU, if that makes oh, sense. Oh, no question about that, because he felt yeah. rubbed the wrong way. Just like mm-hmm. Keon Coleman did, both were Louisiana products. LSU didn't offer either one. Mm-hmm. Keon goes to Michigan State now is at Florida State. And Trey, he goes to Louisiana Tech now is at Ole Miss. So he kind of felt maybe, you know, it's different regimes, but whatever. Uh, he got rubbed the wrong way by LSU. Yeah. And then you have Zachary Franklin, um, who played against Alabama. That was his debut. So he had some rust. He was coming off of procedure. But you had three pass catchers that Ole Miss was supposed to be counting on before the season that their first real extensive action or just they were injured to the point of doing it was against Alabama. And they just weren't quite there. So Steve, I think you're going to see a better version of what Ole Miss has done throughout the early part of the season against LSU. Yeah. With, with Trey, is the, was that, that was a neat procedure, I would assume, correct? 
Yeah, my understanding now we all know Wayne is like hush hush about injuries. <laughs> yeah. Um, but from from what everybody's talking about, it may have been like a knee scope or something like okay. that. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Well, good, Steve. So you know we talk about all these flashy players and all this stuff. Everybody's good on the outside and the quarterback and things. That's let's let's talk a little bit about the big uglies up front, right? How do you see this game playing out? You know, Ole Miss's offense, defensive line versus LSU's offense and defensive line. Do you see something similar to how it played out against Alabama second half last week? Or do you see Ole Miss maybe hopefully or, or LSU losing some traction throughout the game? Listen, this, this is probably the key of this football game. Um, Ole Miss's offensive line versus LSU's defensive line. LSU's front seven is good. They may not be getting home like they're expecting, but Mason Smith and Harold Perkins and all those guys, they can play. And if Ole Miss is in third and 10, third and 11, consistently on offense, and LSU can pin their ears back and get after the quarterback, that dog will not hunt. It, it just won't. Ole Miss is going to be in for a long day. But if Ole Miss can get in the third and manageable and stay ahead of the change and make the defensive line have to play both pass and run mentally, you have a chance to be a little bit unpredictable, a little bit more explosive, and you can mm-hmm. earn the right to do those fancy second and third level RPOs that Lane loves to do that take a little bit of time to develop that has trouble against Alabama and LSU and Georgia and things like that. You know, one of the things in this game and that I'm interested to see is more of Deshaun Womack. Now, we heard, mm-hmm. I've heard all about him in the fall. He didn't get a lot of playing time early. Then last week, all of a sudden, they were like, sick him, get after the quarterback. Right. Because K.J. Jefferson was making some plays, moving around, throwing the football, and Deshaun came in there as a true freshman and was a real impact guy. And I think, you know, the thing was, oh, well, he don't know all the plays. Well, he don't need to know all of them. He just needs to know a few. Get after the guy with the quarterback. I'm interested in the uh, expanded playing time of a guy like Deshaun Womack who has really showed spurts here, along with the development of a Jordan Jefferson, not talking about the quarterback from Destrahan, <laughs> who played at LSU, but the big defensive tackle from West Virginia that is coming here, and how they can contain Jackson Dart. Herb and I were talking about it. I think that's a real key to the game, that, okay, on a third and six or a third and seven, you got people covered, and Jackson just takes off running downfield yep. and gets you the first down. That's got to be in the back of LSU's mind that you cannot let him. I, I don't want to say impromptu plays because I think a lot of them are drawn up that way, that Jackson will take off and run with it. Yeah, that, that, is, a, that is a big deal. Everybody's going to talk about Quinshawn Jenkins, and, and that is rightly going to be a story of Ole Miss's running game until Quinshawn breaks out. But until then, Jackson Dart is the leading rusher on this football team. <laughs> and you need to use it. And I was thinking about, and I, I talked about on my show, maybe against LSU, this is the game to have a package out there for Spencer Sanders for no other reason than some of the quarterback run stuff. He can take some of those hits. And his running ability would provide something a little bit of a different look during the game. Now, Jackson's the dude. Jackson's the guy, obviously. But if you can take a little bit of those hits, because you still have George on the schedule. You still have yep. A&M. You still have a lot of dudes on the schedule. You need to think about it. Hey, we need to protect this guy, but we also need to put ourselves in the best position to win. And I figure, heck, you're paying all that money to Spencer Sanders. 
Let him go out there and get hit a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Steve, thanks so much for joining us, man. We really appreciate you joining us on yes, our sir. Eyes on the Opponent segment. And uh, for more of Steve's analysis, you can go on Locked on Ole Miss, the podcast there. Steve, thanks so much for joining us this afternoon. Hey, anytime, guys. Hey, Herb Tyler, you were my first Ole Miss LSU game in Tiger Stadium. Saw so you play, bud. Oh, awesome. oh, so Thank you, you so you an old dude, then, Steve? Right? No, no, yeah, that's I've not what you said. He's saying he's mature. Yeah, yeah, he's just mature. mature. He's just, so, just semi mature on that. Thank you, Steve. Appreciate <laughs> right, it, bud. Thank you, Steve. Right. Man, that was a great line by Steve too. So, man, thank him for joining us. We'll be back with more of the Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgating <laughs> Show. Mike Detail on with Herb Tyler. We're right here at Acme Oyster House, 3535 Perkins Road in Baton Rouge. Come on by and visit us. You can hear us for all LSU home games on the Big 870 WWL and also free on the Odyssey app. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 